Okay, okay, we're going to get to the podcast in just one minute. But imagine I gave you the opportunity to invest in Microsoft, in Apple, in Tesla at its infancy. And now you made all this profit and it would be unbelievable. You'd be so thankful and so grateful. I believe that that day is today for Torch. Because for the next 36 hours, every donation you contribute at givetorch.net is doubled by our generous matchers, and you can come in at the ground floor. Yes, last year, over 1 million people enjoyed our podcasts. You as well, I hope. And I believe we can get to 10 million this year, but we need your help. It's only one day a year that we ask. We need your contribution. We need your partnership. We love your partnership and your friendship. Please contribute at givetorch.net, givetorch.net. Every dollar is matched. I apologize for taking your time. Thank you so much in advance for your support. Enjoy this episode. You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. Welcome back, my dear friends, to way number 13. Way number 13 means be yeshuv, which means deliberation. Be calm in your learning. The first Mishnah in Ethics of Our Fathers tells us, Be patient before casting judgment. This is not only for a judge in a courtroom. This is every single one of us in the courtrooms of our mind. Be patient before you judge another person. You know, since you walked into this room an hour ago, how many times have we judged, perhaps? We can judge someone's clothes. We can judge someone's comments. We can judge. Be careful before you judge. You don't know the full story. You don't know the background. You don't know the history. You don't know the, you don't see the full picture. Even when you think you see the full picture, you still don't see the full picture. Deliberation. Take the time. Marbe Yeshiva Marbe the Mishnah in Ethics of Our Father, chapter two, Mishnah seven says, the more you deliberate, the more wisdom you will gain. Having a settled mind of peacefulness allows us to really attain and retain our wisdom. Never rush to reply to questions. Avoid premature conclusions. Take time before spitting out answers. Don't be a vending machine. You put in a quarter, you pop out a soda. That's not the way it works. My grandfather, I would come to my grandfather and ask him a question. And I'd be sitting there, no. <laughs> Give me an answer. He'd say, come back to me in two weeks. And I'd come back to him and two weeks later, he would have a perfectly baked answer, which was thoughtful, which was understanding of the full scenario, of the full picture. You don't just spit out an answer. My grandfather would suggest to rabbis, wait at least 40 seconds. Think it through. Take 40 seconds to think through your answer. Deliberate. Investigate. Ask questions to the person asking you questions. Ask them questions to inquire the background to what the full scenario. The term yeshiva is similar to the word yeshuv, a learning academy. A learning academy and deliberation in such a setting where the focus on a spiritual gro- on our spiritual growth is the only place where the fullest potential could be brought out. A yeshiva is a place where you're focused. The tractate Megillah says that Torah needs to be learned with total clarity. Shmaitza bai tzilusa. You want to learn Torah? You need clarity. You can't be in craziness with noise and all the there is actually one of the greatest rabbis who lived in the past hundred years. 
200 years was the Brisker Rav. The Brisker Rav, he was the Rav of Brisk in the city of Brisk in Eastern Europe. And one of the things that he taught his child was to look out into the marketplace and review his Torah study so that he can learn amidst all of the chaos going on. He can still be trained to focus. That's a very important thing, but not all of us are able to do that. You have noise in the background. Sometimes you can't concentrate. Learning requires clarity of mind. You need to cleanse your mind from all of the matters, whether they are pressures, physical ailments, or even bad weather, says the Talmud. Bad weather can interrupt your focus. A person cannot be the slightest bit distracted. Decisions we make have consequences. Our generation believes in return policy life. Why work hard to preserve a marriage? You have a return policy. You can always get out of it. It's it's the return policy uh, mindset that if something doesn't work out, okay, so I can always return it. That's not a healthy thing. We have to we have to be in a state of mind of like, no, I want this to work. I'm going to commit myself to making it work. We all want greatness. It takes time and a lot of hard work to achieve it. When you reach a challenge, pause and analyze it. Deal with the problem. Don't look for a quick, easy solution. I tell this to young guys when they get married. I say, you see that exit sign at the top of the door? Remove the exit sign. In marriage, there's no exit. Because the moment you realize that there's no exit, I got to figure this out, you'll figure it out. If you were locked inside the elevator with another person who you hated, and you realize there's no way out, you'll find a way to make it work. It's when we're, we're in a, a society that everything is the instant. You know, if you, your coffee isn't prepared at the front window when you make your mobile order on time, everything is fast food. Now, 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 now. Deliberate. I, sometimes people say to me, what's the problem? Why aren't you answering my messages? Why aren't you answering my emails? Why? Let me think a minute. Let me think a minute. People spit out responses. They don't, they don't think. They don't take that time. Careful reflection ensures a much wiser response than an impulse reaction. To know what you are living for, take the time to think it through. Otherwise, you can end up with a very superficial life. You won't succeed unless you fail. Think of that. You won't succeed unless you fail. Failure. Take your failures, think about them, deliberate. Why did I fail? So that you can chart a new course going forward of success. In the Seder that we just had, the Pesach Seder, why is it called a Seder? Because there's an order, a process. In our lives, we need to have a similar order, a process. If something doesn't work, let's reevaluate. Maybe I went down the wrong road. Maybe I need to recalibrate. The objective of Shabbos. What is the objective of Shabbos? Menucha. Calmness. Serenity. Deliberate. Can't work 24-7. Take some time off to evaluate before you go get back into life. If one's mind isn't settled, they cannot learn. Now, there's six tools that we're going to share on deliberation. Number one. Nightly recap. Reanalyze things constantly. Before you go to sleep, think of your day 
and analyze all the people you met, all the things you said, all the places you, 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 you traveled to. Analyze them. Did I act appropriately? Is this the way, I, the person I want to be? Number two, capture and concretize. When you have a moment of clarity, solidify it. Write it down. Make it yours. Number three, think before you speak. Careful with your words. Number four, analyze the information. Don't take anything on face value. We learned this in the recent history, something called fake news. When you see something in the news, it doesn't mean it's true. In fact, more times than not, it's inaccurate. Number five, be prepared. We are always changing. We have good times. We have bad times. We have up days. We have down days. It's normal. It's healthy. That's the way healthy human beings live. Be prepared for that. And number six is give it time. Sleep it over. There's no need to rush. There's no need to rush. Think before you talk, we said. Right? The Chavetz Chaim dedicates a tremendous amount of resources and books to the power of speech. In our political polarized culture, don't rush to conclusion either. Deliberate. Truly look at both sides of every argument. In the Talmud, this is what we're trained to do. Look at both sides of the argument. Confusion and lack of calmness or peacefulness is a tactic of the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah tries to distract us with chaos. So, we all have wisdom within us. We know it through intuition. Learning is not forcing knowledge in, but letting the inherent wisdom out. So, that's way number 13, B'yishuv. And God willing, the next way will be B'mikra with the written law. We're going to talk about that in the next way. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcasts.com.